Hey, what's up, everybody? Just thought I'd jump on here real quick. The NHL trade stuff is popping off. Oh, my goodness. So I thought I'd give a little bit of an update. I got a little bit of spare time here. I'm home with the kids. Uh, the daycare was closed, but you don't care about that. You want to hear about the trades. We got some crazy news that happened in the NHL today. You know we got to talk about it. Let's get the biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. in the NHL today. What the hell? What, what's getting into these GMs? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, we just got some major news popping off here and I thought, you know what? Let's just throw a, a little pod out there. I'll, I'll just give you my initial analysis, um, you know, and just give you the updates as well as they come up here. But yeah, things are just going crazy today. We got Patrick Kane news. We got Kyle Dubas and the Leafs just Losing their minds. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Let's get into it real quick here. Just a little primer. Um, And also, hi, my name is Blake Creamer. I'm the host of Fantasy NHL Today that you've clicked on and you're listening to. Appreciate you very much. Follow me on Twitter, please, at Blake Creamer SE. I'm tweeting up a storm. I'm going crazy here, and it's a fun time to be on Twitter right now. Holy um, yeah, just, just things popping off all over the place. So I'll, you know, if any news breaks while I'm on the pod here, I'll, I'll, I'll shout that out to you as well. But, um, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Let's just get to it. Uh, first big news of the day, our man, Patrick Kane. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Going to the New York Rangers as expected. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of a foregone conclusion. They were trying to figure everything out. Um, it was a little bit of a modest haul there. Um, here's the official uh, that we've got so far. Uh, the Rangers have acquired Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks and in exchange goes back a conditional 2023 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick. Um, and also, um, just as a kicker, if the Rangers win two playoff rounds this year, that conditional second round pick becomes a first round pick in either 2024 or 25. What the hell? Yeah, um, we, we all knew it was coming. Um, I'm, I'm glad it sort of came to an end here. We, it was all coming to a head. So Patrick came to the Rangers. Book it. It's done. So, what does this mean for fantasy? Well, obviously, you know, um, Patrick Kane owners, I think, uh, you know, I don't see how this can't be a boost. Um, But it does remind me a little bit of the Timo Meyer trade, just in the way that, you know, Kane is going from a situation where he's the man. He's, you know, 20 minutes and over a night, basically. Um, And, you know, this year his, his time on ice has been down a little bit. You know, that's been well documented. He's averaging uh, just under 20 minutes and he's having a down season, no question. But he's going to a team in the Rangers where, yeah, he's just one of many. Like, listen to this this potential top six. We got Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, Vladimir Tarasenko, potentially uh, as line one slash one A or one A, one B, right? Kreider, Zibanejad, Tarasenko. And then you got Panarin, my boy, Vinny Tro. For show. Yeah, and, and probably Patrick Kane, um, you know, because Kane and Panarin have played together before. There's chemistry there. You know, he's got to be stoked about that. But, 
Wow. Like, what, what does this mean fantasy-wise? Who benefits? Uh, I think, obviously, Kane owners, you're stoked on this. I think Kane, to me, rest of the season, point per game, I think you can slot that in. No question. And it, you want to temper expectations, for sure. I, I always, you know, preface it this way, because it's a new team, a new situation. You know, it, it always goes one of two ways, right? He, he can get there and just, you know, hit the ground running, and he's, he's firing away on all cylinders. Or... You know, it, it's like the Tarasenko situation already in New York, right? He's, he gets there, and it's, it's been lukewarm so far, right? So I don't know what the plan is with Patrick Kane moving forward with the Rangers. I, to be honest, it's not really something that I look at when I'm—like, I'm, I'm more focused on the fantasy elements of the NHL. So the contract stuff, you know, I leave to, to other people. But, you know, we'll see what this means for the Rangers moving forward. But I honestly think that Patrick Kane should be point per game moving forward. No problem. He's going to get power play one there with some amazing players. This, this is obscene. Like, um, you know, the NHL reminds me of the NBA now. And again, I follow NBA, uh, you know, quite a bit as well. And, you know, <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting for fantasy analysts, exciting for sports analysts. Um, but it's just, it's just a wild time. So, yeah, who's going to benefit there in New York? I think... Panarin's going to get a boost. Vinny Trocek, if he centers that line, I think, yeah, he's, he's going to get a boost offensively, right? We know Vincent Trocek is a Cats League beast. She makes, she makes, oh baby, but she moves, she moves. All right, and a hell of a good-looking man. Um, but with, with Panarin and now Patrick Kane on his line, Goodness gracious. I mean, at even strength, that's, that's going to be ludicrous. So, you know, and, the, and they kept together the Rangers, their, their kid line of Lafreniere, Hedl, uh, and Capocaco. It's, it's just nuts. So um, great move for the Rangers. I'm, I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see what happens. But, yeah, if you're owning any Rangers, I think, you know, Trocek gets a boost. Panarin should get a boost. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's where we start. I do believe that Tarasenko is probably going to be the odd man out on the power play there. Um, he's probably going to move to power play two. That's my initial thought, but you know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, as far as the Chicago side, um, you know, there's no real winners on this side. Let's, let's be real about that. Um, Max Domi, I, I don't see how he's not affected negatively from this. He loses access to, to, a, you know, an elite offensive player, but he's still going to chug minutes. Holy man. I, I mean, I could see Max Domi, get, you know, getting 20 minutes a night um, moving forward. So, and he's, he's actually in his last five games, four goals, seven assists, 21 shots. What the heck is going on? What world are we living in? Max Domi is a poor man's Patrick Kane. Book it. Don't call me on that. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't want Max Domi mad at me or his father. All right. They're, they're very, they're just mean. All right. He seems like a mean person. I don't know. And he's missing some chicklets too. I saw that. I uh, saw a picture of Max Domi. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Let's move on. But yeah, Chicago is an AHL team at this point, and Max Domi is the captain. So there you go. But I don't see. I mean, Max Domi. He's 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 kind of. What do you do with Max Domi? He's kind of on the bubble. You know. I think. I think. You can roster Max Domi, but the the, the last or the next three games they have this week are all on the busy nights. There's probably someone better you can pick up. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, if you got him for this week, maybe you hold him unless there's some amazing streamers out there. But see, let's see what he does. I mean, he scored a goal without Kane in the last game. What what can he do in, in the next game, right? How does he change his style and his, you know, and how do they, 
how do they how does the coach there in Chicago you know change the style of play for the Blackhawks like Kane is a was the focus he was the focal point so now Max Domi is the focal point <laughs> just that's so weird to say but um, yeah I think you hold Domi like give him a game give him two games let's see what happens and then you can probably say see you later my man thank you for your service MD okay. But and then everybody else on Chicago, yeah, you're you're probably not rostering anybody. Maybe Seth Jones for like defenseman perifs, but you're it's going to be slim pickings there in Chicago, and rightfully so. Yeah, cool news in Rangerland. So that's a big trade there. Let's talk about some other stuff that's going on. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are losing their freaking minds. Oh my goodness. So. Kyle Dubas, uh, Dubas, Dubas, I don't know. I don't know how to say that man's name as per usual, but they've made some big trades here. They obviously wanted to shore up their D, you know, first off, you know, they made that blockbuster, no, not a blockbuster, but just a big trade with the Blackhawks acquiring Jake McCabe on D and Sam Lafferty at center. So that shores up, you know, their D, uh, their grittiness, that's for sure, uh, with McCabe. And then Lafferty, too, he, he's got some offensive acumen, but he's going to be, you know, Lafferty is going to be like a bottom six kind of player there with the Leafs, and that's fine. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Um, it shouldn't, shouldn't be a problem. Their, their third or fourth line is just going to be beefers, just, just crushing people. I love that. They're, they're, you know, they're going off. So I love that. Um, so in addition to that, now today, the Maple Leafs have traded for Eric Gustafson from the Washington Capitals, and they traded away um, defensive prospect and, and, you know, rookie Rasmus Sandin. This is a, this is a big trade uh, for sure. Sorry, he's not a rookie. They traded away defenseman Rasmus Sandin, who has put up okay numbers this season, um, but you know, the expectations were high of Sandine. He's still not really getting the deployment needed to be fantasy relevant at this point. But now he's going to the Washington Capitals who are trading away their, their um, you know, point man on power play one. Does Sandine get a look there? Um, you know, I think that's a, that's a potential. So I think Sandine could be a speculative ad at this point. Um, Washington doesn't have an amazing schedule, at least in terms of games played for, you know, weeks 22 and 24 in the fantasy playoffs. So just keep that in mind. Um, but Sandine is hitting, you know, he, he hits. It's awesome. He's got 113 hits on the season in just 52 games. So I love that. And he's over a block a game. So, you know, he might reach 100 blocks. So he's giving you some perifs. If he gets that power play time, this guy's a must-add, I think. I think you got to add him. Obviously, we want to see over 20 minutes deployment, too. There's, there's a lot of things that have to go right, but this is, this is a good move for Sandine, I think, in terms of fantasy. Uh, let's keep going. Eric Gustafson going to the Leafs. I think that is a downward move uh, for fantasy for him, right? They're, they're, they're set there in Leafland in terms of offense. You know, they got Morgan Riley. Um, Gustafson might get on power play too, and that's great, but he's not going to be getting the type of deployment I don't think that he was getting here in Washington, right, with Carlson out. And even with Carlson out, um, you know, he's, he's on a 51-point pace. That's excellent. And it, it bears mentioning, um, Eric Gustafson has had a 17-goal season here in the league with Chicago in 2018. That's pretty nice. I mean, th- this guy can score some goals. He's got some offense there. Um, doesn't really hit very well or block very well for a defenseman. He, he's not terrible, but he's, you know, he's not like Rasmus Sandin in that category. So I think Gustafson loses a little bit of value there, but he has access to better players. So, you know, it could be a wash. We need to see what happens. Obviously, if you've got Gustafson on your lineup, you're holding him at this point. 
you got to hold him and see what shakes out, right? Because what if he does? What if they replace Morgan Riley? I don't see that happening, but, what, you know, does Gustafson get a look there? That would be insane. Um, you know, because it's just a killer's row on that top power play unit, and it has been all year. But yeah, lots of stuff going on. That that's crazy to me. That's a that's a nice little piece of business there for um, for the Toronto GM. Let's keep going. What else? They did more. Um, they flipped Pierre Engvall, uh, third liner, over to the New York Islanders, and they received a 2024 third round pick, which is great. Okay, that's nice because they've pretty much emptied the cupboards uh, so far. And then they go and pick up. The big guy, Luke Shen from the Vancouver Canucks. Whoa. Um, You know what? As a Canucks fan, that's a good trade. This is the type of guy you want going into the playoffs. This guy's a warrior. Um, So they flipped the 2023 third-round pick, which seems a little light to me. Um, I thought Shen was going to fetch a little bit more there for a trade, but, you know, we'll we'll take it at this point. I think Canucks have some more things cooking, uh, you know, for trade deadline day. I've, I've heard reports of, you know, Pittsburgh kicking tires on Miller, potentially Demko. I mean, those would be massive trades uh, for the Canucks and for, you know, Pittsburgh if they get into it. But Luke Shen going to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's, a, again, a nice tidy piece of business right there. Um, you know, Shen, he... It, you're, he's been rostered at times this year. I have him on a couple things. It bangers leagues, obviously, because he's just an epic banger. This guy's, you know, the banger of all bangers. I'm just going to keep saying it. So, yeah, hit streamer, no problem. He's not going to be getting points like he got in Vancouver, I don't think, right? This guy's going to be serving a very specific role. Um, they ha- already have, like, a really good leadership team there in New York, uh, New York in Toronto. So, Shen is just going to add to that. Um, it's just wild stuff. Um it's a big day for the Leafs. I think, yeah, obviously Kyle Dubas is going all in and I ain't hating it. I honestly, like, you look at what these other teams are doing, what Boston did, um, obviously what New York's doing, Toronto right there with them. Like these three teams, wow, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the playoffs this year just to see what these teams are capable of. Like I said, I said this earlier, it's like, it's an all-star game, but the players actually care, you know? I love that. So, um, yeah, Leafs looking really good. I- I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, you know, stay tuned. We got to check the deployment on all these characters. All right. Uh, just in another trade as well, Marcus Johansson from the Washington Capitals goes to the Minnesota Wild uh, for a 2024 third round pick against what seems like standard. Uh, they're just tossing third rounders out there. No problem. So, yeah, Marcus Johansson, he's he's had a nice little uh, stretch here with... Um, Washington. Well, he did before this last six games. He's he's been cold. Uh, zero points in his last six games, but before that, he had four points in four games. You know, that's excellent. So, yeah, uh, I think this is just a nice depth piece here for Minnesota. Where do you think he's going to line up? There's a potential. He'll probably play on that second line and maybe knock Marcus Foligno off that. So it'd probably be Johansson, Eck, and Boldy, which I think is excellent. That's an obvious upgrade over Marcus Foligno. And he can go back to just crushing people on the third and fourth line, no problem. Um, so th- this is this is pretty nice. I think he'll probably be on second power play as well. He might bump uh, Felino off that as well. So that's my sort of take on Marcus Johansson. He's got some, he's got some skill for sure. I mean, this year... And the last few years, he's kind of been on a downward turn. He's 32 years old, right? He, this is a playoff pickup. This year, he's on a 38-point pace. He's mostly playing on the third line. 16 minutes, average time on ice. You know, so we'll see. Um, I think it's a good move for the, for the Wild. 
Um, and like I said, I think he's going to slot into that top six pretty nice. And I don't know if the Wild are done yet, right? We still, it's not even the trade deadline. Like, I was just thinking about, you know, uh, all the sports networks and stuff. Like, it's trade deadline day. It's going to be freaking crickets, all right? Like, everything's done already. What are we even doing here? So, but I'll be watching because, you know, I got nothing else to do. All right. That's, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to get a quick little pod out here for you all and just, just give you the update. Kane to the Rangers, uh, Luke Shen to the Leafs, Gustafson to the Leafs, Engvall to the Islanders, Marcus Johansson to the Wilds. Um, actually, yeah, there's another trade here. A couple other trades I'll just quickly mention. Jesse Pugliarvi um, gets out of Edmonton for uh, prospect Patrick Pustola. Pistola. That's a cool name. Um, yeah, Jesse Pugliarvi uh, reuniting with um, Sebastian Aho. We'll see. I think for Pugliarvi, I think that's a watch list guy. I, I, you know, I like the Aho story there and, you know, the history they have playing together internationally doesn't mean anything, right? If they put him on Aho's line, okay. Maybe it means something at that point. But, I mean, I don't see why the Carolina Hurricanes would start messing with their top six especially the way they're playing right now, the way Jarvis is playing, you know, Natchez has played all year. Tara Vinan's starting to get going again. And, and he's a, he's a good player. He's better than what he's shown this year. So um, yeah, we'll see. I think Pugliarvi's going to be a bottom six forward there. Definitely more deployment than he got in Edmonton, I think. So, you know, he, he's a great defensive forward. That's for sure. So in terms of actual hockey, um, playoff hockey, this guy could do something in the playoffs just in terms of helping Carolina get where they need to go. But they're up against these beasts in the East. It's, it's nuts. And yeah, they're no slouch themselves. And then there was a minor trade between Buffalo and Vancouver as well. Uh, Riley Stillman, uh, journeyman defenseman at age 24 or whatever he is, going to the Sabres for uh, prospect Josh Bloom. He's a left winger. I don't actually know a ton about that player, but there you go. That's all I wanted to say, everybody. I want you to stay tuned. We have a awesome trade deadline show. I'm going to be recording uh, in collaboration with Apples and Geno's. And Nate Krutniblik, we are going to do a trade deadline show and post it on both of our, um, you know, our sites here. It's going to be great. We're just going to dissect every trade. We're going to do kind of what I'm doing here, but, you know, definitely more well thought out. I just wanted to get this out because it's kind of a big day with the Kane news and uh, just sort of give you my initial thoughts. I'm going to process some of this stuff and I'm sure we'll have more. We'll be able to give you a lot of information on Friday and basically the point of that show is just who do we add what do we do with the players involved you know and I do want to hopefully get into a conversation that playoff conversation like how do we prepare for our playoffs what are some good moves to kind of get you prepared there okay so that's all we got thank you so much for tuning in everybody go check out sportsethos.com for all your fantasy needs they got basketball football which is done now baseball they got some amazing baseball stuff you got to get your buns over there Disc golf, you know I was going to mention that. Uh, And they got a golf DFS podcast. What the heck? They're doing it all. Sports ethos, legends in the game. You got to get your buns over there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.